All right. We got at the end of the month, it's Hall of Fame time. Who's going to make the Hall of Fame? Is the writers selecting it? Is that the right process? We're going to discuss this and more on this edition of the Talking Strohs podcast. This is Billy Wagner. You are listening to Talking Strohs. This is J.D. Davis. You are listening to Talking Strohs. This is Alex Reagan. You're listening to Talking Strohs. Hey, this is Joe Musgrove, and you're listening to Talking Strohs. This is Jake Marisnik, and you're listening to Talking Strohs. All the guys that have been here for the past couple of years are excited to be here, and it's all excitement. As a player, I mean, you want to you want to be able to play on on a team of this caliber. You are listening to Talking Strohs with Eric and Brandon. Talk, talk, talk. That's what we do. All off season, Astros baseball. They're just coming off the World Series, and we love talking about the Astros here on the Talking Strohs podcast. My name is Eric Eisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. You can find the show at Talking Strohs. We are part of the Gallery Sports Network. And Brandon, where can they find you? I'm Brandon Del Castillo, the baseball lawyer. You can find me on Twitter at B-Ball Lawyer. You're listening to Talking Strohs with Eric and Brandon. If you love the Strohs, you gotta listen. All right, so I'm looking at the revealed ballots so far, and there's about 120 that have been released. Nine of them have been released anonymously. And so 32% of the ballots have been released um, at some way. So if you're looking at the average votes per ballot, it's at 6.48. So you have some people that are voting for zero people, and then you have some people voting for all 10 and it's just it's just crazy how people are doing it but Billy Wagner is currently sitting at 71.3%. You have Scott Rowland at 80.6% of the current ballots. Then you have Todd Helton at 79.1%. Andrew Jones is actually kind of close with 69.8 and you have Scott Rowland with 80.6%. Uh, sorry, not Scott Rowland, uh, Gary Sheffield with 68.2%. So of, of all those people, who do you think is actually going to get into the Hall of Fame this year? Yeah, I think this year, uh, well, we know Fred McGriff's getting in. He was uh, voted in by the Veteran Committee. Right. Um, and joining Fred McGriff, I think it's just going to be one player, not Scott Rowland. I know uh, Todd Helton right now, um, the sample size that we have shows that he's above the 75% necessary. Um, but that usually, uh, on on the day that all the ballots are revealed, that usually goes down about 5%. And so I think he's going to fall just short, unfortunately, uh, I think Wagner is going to fall just short. Um, but, you know, I, I'm fine with that. Um, I, I'd like to hear, you know, Eric, if you had a ballot, um, who would you vote for? Uh, you know, you want me to go first or you want you want to take first? Let me know. Um, I don't mind going first. Uh, I mean, I would probably if, if it feels me, I would probably vote for Billy Wagner for sure. I think that Gary Sheffield, with how he played and the error he, he played in, I think he deserves to get some votes. Uh, I mean, this may be – I mean, Scott Rowland, definitely, uh, he deserves the votes. Uh, part of me would like to say Manny Ramirez and Alex Rodriguez deserve the votes, but I don't think they're going to ever get in because of their, their ties to the uh, PEDs and everything. But Andy Pettit um, – 
I, I would want to give him a vote, but he also has that tie to uh, PDs. So I think I would be wasting a vote there. So I don't know how many votes I'm at right there. But um, I would say Andrew Jones with what he meant to the Braves. Um, and then uh, Todd Helton. I mean, yes, he was a good hitter because he was at Coors Field. But still, uh, he was a great hitter there. And uh, definitely somebody like Carlos Beltran. I know um, we hated him at one point when he left and came and went to play with the Mets instead. But uh, he came back and he helped the Astros win a World Series. And um, Jeff Kent, I know that a lot of people don't like him around the league, but he still should get some votes. So I would say that would be my ballot if I had to give one. Yeah, I usually uh, I usually like to fill out my own uh, hypothetical ballot every year, and uh, for the last for as long as I can remember, I always had ten. Uh, you know, you're allowed ten votes, and I always used up all ten votes. This is the first year that I've looked at the ballot, and and I only had eight votes. And so, um, I'll give you mine. We'll talk about each uh, individually um, a little later, especially Carlos Beltran and what that might mean mm-hmm. for uh, future Astros such as Jose Altuve, but. Uh, yeah, I would vote for Beltran. I'd vote for Andrew Jones and Jeff Kent. I would vote for Manny Ramirez and Alex Rodriguez. I'd vote for Scott Rowland. I'd vote for Gary Sheffield, and I'd vote for Billy Wagner. I think that's eight. So um, this is the first year I would not vote of all ten. Uh, the one guy that uh, jumped out that uh, you voted for that I did not is Todd Helton. I just uh, did you say Andrew Jones too? I did say Andrew Jones. Okay. Uh, I think he's. Uh, I I think uh, people need to. <laughs> they need to go back and look at his numbers, right. man. Uh, the first ten years of his career, he was Mike Trout. Plus in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean he did it all, um, and so uh, uh, he's actually a much better player defensively than Mike Trout, and held his own. Um, you know, slugging with Mike, uh, so. Um, he gets, I don't know why he's getting the short end of the stick. He'll get in eventually, I think, uh, maybe next year. But um, Todd Helton, I have a problem with the course field thing. Um, there was a, a very big difference between home and road splits. Also, the thing that always bothered me is when they started testing for PEDs, Todd Helton's number fell off a cliff. Um, he never got popped for PEDs, but when when they actually started testing, he never hit the same. Um, now, I mean, I, so I just, I don't think he, he was that, I just don't think he was that great of a hitter outside of uh, Coors Field. I saw what right. he did in Coors Field, and I know he had the high batting average, but uh, everybody, the, the, that outfield is so big. I mean, you just make contact and it bloops in because everybody has to play so deep. So I didn't give Todd Helton as much credit. Uh, I I think he's a very good player. I would I would probably vote for Bobby Abreu over Todd Helton, to be honest with you. Um, so that's just where I differ with some people. Um, yeah, the PED guys, Manny Ramirez, A Rod, they both got popped. Gary Sheffield was mentioned in the in oh, the, that's right. but Welcome, he never right? he never got uh, yeah he's but he never got actual a a, a negative test. Um, he, he got the same mention that David Ortiz did. So why is David Ortiz in as a, as a DH and Gary Sheffield, you know, played the field so much more. He, he was a great hitter. Um, why is he overlooked? Um, Wagner, we've talked about so many years, man, since he's been on the ballot that he's just the most dominant relief pitcher of all time. If you look at his numbers, yeah, he didn't have the saves that Mariano Rivera did because he 
he retired early to go spend time with his kids. Um, but if you look at the just sheer dominance, uh, Billy, nobody was better than Billy Wagner and Jeff Kent, man, come on. Uh, the, most home runs ever for a second baseman. Uh, look at the war, his war compared to others uh, in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous that that guy can't even get 50 percent of the votes. Um, I think he'll eventually get in in the Veterans Committee. This is his last year on the ballot, and he's not getting in. doesn't look like so. So there's a lot to take in there. Where do you want to start? you want to start about uh, you know the, the guys with Astros ties? Uh, yeah, I think the main focus needs to be Carlos Beltran. I mean, he had a great career. He had, um, I know he played uh, the start of his career with the Royals, and then he was traded to the Astros. He had that great run with the Astros in the playoffs, and then he re- he signed somewhere else. But he had an overall great career. Uh, he uh, His high for home runs was, what, 41 in um, 2006 with the Mets. But if you look at what he did in 2004, he had 38 home runs between the Astros and Royals, 104 RBIs, and he just had a great season. And uh, he was finished 12th in the uh, MVP that year. Uh, he was – I don't think he ever won MVP, but he was a multiple-time All-Star game participant. He was a rookie year back in 1999. And this is a guy that just had a long career, 20 years. And in his last year, in 2017, he helped the Astros. He won a World Series. He won a World Series. Maybe helped a little too much with winning a World (laughs) Series. But, um, yeah, that's what a lot of people are going to look back at, not what he did the other 19 years. I mean, a lot of people would say, well, uh, he brought that from Texas. I mean, not from Texas, but from the Yankees, uh, that l- the little system, or they're doing something similar with the Yankees, and uh, he brought that over. Well, everybody's doing this, guys. If you want to keep up with the Joneses, you got to do something similar, and that's where the, the system came from. But, yeah, he had a great career outside of 2017. So it yeah, goes you're talking about nine all. Too. You said it. Nine all stars, 435 homers, 312 stolen bases, all around great player, center fielder, Gold Glove winner. You mentioned rookie of the year. Just, uh, I mean, he won the Gold Glove three straight years in uh, in New York. Um, he, he, all around player could run the bases, could hit, hit, hit for power, um, and so uh, play some defense. This is a uh, without you know without the uh, trash can scandal this guy is a sure faller first ballot hall of famer and uh, right now he is uh about 50 percent of the votes approximately so um looks like uh, people are are kind of dinging him for that uh this is one of the greatest switch hitters of all time um we can talk about whether or not uh lance berkman should be in the hall of fame some other time but uh Switch as far as switch hitters go, Beltran ranks up there in the top five switch hitters of all time. Uh, if some people even want to say he's the best, I would argue Chipper Jones or Mickey Mantle or Eddie Murray, even Lance Berkman. But um, but definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, I think a lot of people reserving their uh, first ballot vote, and we'll see. I think that I think that number will climb next year. But how does this affect, uh, you know, future Astros stars such as uh, Mr. Altuve? Well, as you can see, like 56% of the people are voting for him as of right now. So people are recognizing the career he had. So where will he finish up? It's only 32% of the vote. So I'm going to withhold my opinion 
right now, but this was a primary figure in the, the scandal. So if they don't really say, I mean, it was pretty much proven, like his name came up in the, the report, uh, the commissioner's report. And so I think that if the voters vote him in, I, mean, I don't think he's going to be a first ballot. I think he may be a second or third ballot type of guy because of the scandal. But Altuve, with the career that he should put up, you can't look at that one season and be like, yeah, that one season where he didn't even participate. Uh, the players said he didn't participate. He would get mad. And if you look at that whole uh, Tony guy's report where he actually went and l- listened and there was hardly any Baines during Jose Altuve's at bats. And so, yeah, I, I don't think that people are going to care too much about that. You're going to have Dodgers beat writers, Yankees beat writers, all these beat writers, they're going to have a long memory and they're going to remember this. So I don't know if he'll be a, uh, Altuve will be a first ballot, but he should. If, yeah, I don't if, think, um, I, yeah. I don't think uh, Altuve will be a first ballot just because of what you said. I think people probably re- will reserve their uh, vote uh, and not give him the first ballot honor. But um, I, like I said, I look, Carlos Beltran, even with the scandal is still a first year getting about 50% of the votes. And when all is said and done, I think Jose Altuve is going to be a much better hall of fame candidate than even Carlos Beltran. Uh, Look at some of the milestones. Altuve is going to be passing just this year in year 33. Uh, He'll he'll, he's going to pass 1000 runs scored. He's going to probably pass 400 doubles, 200 homers. Um, and the big one, 2,000 hits. So, you know, you get five five more solid years. His age, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37. If he can give us five more solid uh, years. They don't even have to be, you know, extreme MVP years. Yeah. But if he can just give us five solid years, um, he's going to be uh, – he's going to – there's no way they can – they can hold him out of the Hall of Fame. You know, some people might uh, hold back that first year ballot honor. Um, but Altuve is still tracking to be a, a surefire Hall of Famer. The numbers he's putting up, uh, you just can't deny. And um, I think actually that now he's proven himself so much to the Yankees writers that I think they would probably vote for him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dodgers, Dodgers writers, we know are idiots. So uh, Altuve does have that MVP. He's got it. He's already got eight all-stars. Um, Altuve has been in the top five uh, voting of MVP three times. And that's something huge that people look at. He's uh, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six silver sluggers. He's got a gold glove. Uh, we uh, did. I even mention his stolen bases. He's he. You know, he started running a lot more. He he's gonna probably pass 300 steals. So this year he could be a 200 homer, 300 steal, 400 double guy. Uh, this year uh, we got a lot of milestones. It's gonna be a fun year to watch Jose Altuve flying around the uh, the base paths. And if any if anything, yeah, we learned on Twitter about uh, his dance moves is that he's feeling it. He's ready to go. Yeah, those knees were looking good. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, I did that eric but uh he looks pretty uh pretty spry pretty youthful yeah so if you're um the thing i think that's going to hold altuve back is the fact that a lot of these ballots become public and you're going to have the dodger beat writers they're they're not gonna be able to vote for him because the 
Dodger fans will go after him. And so I think that's something that uh, is going to be issued. Like even Yankees fans, I mean, the beat writers. I mean, I know you said that they've probably grown to respect him, even though they hate him, but he's beaten the Yankees so many times. And oh, I think so, that's why he gets in. I think it's why they, uh, I mean, you've seen the, you've even seen a, seen a shift on Twitter these days right. uh, where Yankees fans are, you know, God, I hate that Altuve, but it's not because I hate that Altuve because he cheated. I hate that Altuve because he's great. Right. And that's what, you know, so, you know, you've, you, you've seen the Yankees fans, you know, they're at least good um, baseball fans, right? Uh, Dodger fans are right. just idiots. They're just idiots. Yeah, I know. And so what's your take? I know you didn't put this on the thing, but what's your take of this whole Carlos Correa situation? Is he going to end up with the Mets or is he going to end up somewhere else? Yeah, I think he's going to be a Met. I think that's pretty close to being done. We heard Jim Bowden talk about it today. Um, and I am sure that's what's going on. There's significant negotiations going on with certain clauses about, uh, you know, what's going to happen. First of all, we don't know behind the scenes exactly why these are uh, being rejected because of the ankle. Is it because they can't find an insurance company to cover that long of a deal? Okay, fine. So then what kind of clauses can we put in to cover ourselves into a, um, a a contract like that? And then if you put a clause in like that, does it necessarily mean it's guaranteed? No, it's not technically guaranteed at the end of the year, right. uh, at the end of the contract. So, okay, well then let's negotiate a little bit more money up front. Um in the uh, in the contract if you're not being able to completely guarantee so there's a lot of back and forth this is what i do for a living every day it's uh constant negotiations and um, they'll work it out um but uh you know that each side has a lot uh has a lot to threaten um i think right now i'd rather be in the mets position uh, because where else is carlos craig gonna go really um i mean i'm in houston no, no, you could go short term. I mean, for a lot of money, 40 million a year, you know, for, for three years, but why would he do that? I mean, he's probably, that, that's the Met, he and the Mets, it just makes too much sense at this point. Um, so they're going to work it out. That's why I feel they'll work it out. I still think the number is going to start with a three, um, but there are going to be provisions in the contract to protect the Mets. Um and you'll probably see a little bit more money up front since he can't guarantee that length um, that long. So that's that's what's going on behind the scenes, I'm sure. Um, but we'll wait and see like everybody else. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I just don't I don't I just want to be over with just so we can stop hearing it like being talked about and people suggesting, well, he should come to Houston. No, there's no place for him. There's no. You have Jeremy Pena. You don't need him anymore. We've moved on. It's like going back to that ex-girlfriend, um, and then uh, you, you've already found another girlfriend. So you got to move on to the next situation. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm curious to see how the, the Hall of Fame voting goes, and we'll see who the voters, what the voters have from here. But I really think that Billy Wagner, he deserves to be in, but we see a lot more people voting for him this year. So that's a positive, like you said, maybe next, if it's not this year, maybe next year, maybe next year, we'll see um, if Todd Helton doesn't get enough this year, maybe he'll get in next year. 
But I don't know if people are going to be voting for Pettit, Bobby Brayu, or a lot of the other guys with Astros ties. And this is Jeff Kent's last year, like you mentioned. So yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't look like Kent's going to make it um, from the writers. I just don't get it. Uh, does yeah. not make any sense to me. But I think he eventually will get in for the Veterans Committee. We'll see uh, when his time comes. Right. Uh, Scott Rowland this year joins Fred McGriff, Todd Helton, Billy Wagner, Andrew Jones, Gary Sheffield. Uh, Carlos Beltran, they all have a shot next year. So could have a big, uh, could have a big, um, wow next year. Yeah. Because, and I, imagine Cooperstown. I, Jeez. Yeah, exactly. I, the reason I throw Gary Sheffield in there for next year, he's up to 67%, uh, which is not too far off from the 75%. And next year will be his last year. Right. So you get a, you're going to, he's probably going to get a boost from that. Beltran will get a boost from all the people that didn't want to vote for him his first year. Um, and, and Wags and Helton and Andrew Jones are going to be right there at that 70% mark. So, um, you know, you could have five people get in next year. That's crazy. I mean, that doesn't even, we haven't even, we don't even know who's, I, I haven't even looked at who's the first ballot guys are next year. I know we went to Bagwell's, um, hall of fame, um, in Cooperstown and that was packed. It wasn't Ivan Rodriguez and, um, Tim Raines. Tim Raines. Yeah. Yeah, That was a good one. That was packed, and I can imagine if there's like five people get into the Hall of Fame next year, that's just going to be crazy. So, guys, that's all we got for this edition of the Talking Strohs podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Strohs. You can find the show at Talking Strohs, and you can find Brandon at B-Ball Lawyer. And we are part of the Gallery Sports Network. And, Brandon, why should they listen to the Talking Strohs podcast? If you love the Strohs. You gotta listen. All right, we'll be back next week and go Strohs. Go Strohs.